You can listen to Die Hair Nicks Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. You can also find me on Twitter via Die Nicks PC. Catch me on Instagram, Die Hair Nicks Podcast. Catch me on Facebook, Die Hair Nicks Podcast. This is Evil to Any Star Host of the Die Nicks Podcast. Song in the background is called Dedication. Once again, it's Dedication is also. <laughs> Rest in peace. We're going to be doing this for a little while. <laughs> As we get into it, we're going to be talking about Super Mario Hezona. We're going to give a little... I don't really like to do it, but we're going to give a little light to the haters. The haters. Alright, peace, y'all. Dying next podcast, Evil to Any Star speaking. Yeah, man, we're going to talk about Hezona. So let me just pull up some um, some information before I start speaking because half the time I don't even uh, I don't even pull up any stats. I'm just talking, kind of just freestyling off of what I already know. But uh, we're going to use Passport Reference, PassportReference.com. If you're not using them by now, then you're like behind the eight ball already. So anyway, Hezona's already been playing um, four seasons in the NBA. He was drafted the same year that... Um, um, Chris Tass was drafted. He was drafted blah, 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 fifth overall. You know, this is this is exactly right behind Chris Tapps. So it makes you it makes you wonder, you know, what's taking this kid so long to develop. Now it's not like he's like new to being a professional. He was being he was playing professional ball in Europe. He's been playing professional ball since the age of fourteen, playing with grown men. You know, so when he comes to the NBA you would think that he would have like like um extra added um you know experience or whatever. Or he wouldn't be so shell shocked, you know, to to be in the NBA. But that's exactly what he is. You know, he's it's not playing on his home home court. He's not playing his home country. You know what I'm saying? Not even playing on the home continent. So you can understand there would be some kind of growing pains. But now we're like in year four. So when you get to year four, the Knicks, you know, really gave him a shot actually when um when they brought him over. So in in his third, well now in his fourth year, they they brought him in his fourth year. So they gave him a shot. So. This might be the first time that he was ever like, like given confidence and allowed to um, to grow and stuff like that underneath um, Coach Fisdale. Now this is um, a little segue here. Coach Fisdale is getting a lot of flack for not being being um, developing certain players, but the only player that that um, Fisdale hasn't quote unquote developed is Frank. You know, every other player underneath Fisdale has all exceeded expectations. Like you want to talk about Moody Eye. You know, you want to talk about Noah Vinley. You know, you can just go down the line. There's so many different players that that um that succeeded under Fisdale. You know, now you know succeed and record. You know, they 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 don't go hand in hand. But it's kind of hard to say that that he's succeeding in anything when we have the the um the worst record in the NBA. But you have to also take into fact that these guys are like journeymen, almost out the league players, and Fisdale was able to get some things out of them. Now, what is Hazona exactly? Like I said, Hazona is in his fourth year. He's 23 years old. You know, he's not even in his 24 or 25th year. Usually 24 and 25, you, you kind of want to understand what kind of player you have. Now, you want to talk about his um, last year with Orlando. His last year with Orlando, he had averaged 9 points, 1 assist, 3 rebounds. Compare that to this year, 9 points, 1 assist, and 4 rebounds. Let me see the minutes. Well, he, actually, in um, Orlando, he played 2 extra minutes. But... Let's um let's go to let's go to his um 
is actually games, game logs. This year, his last few games, uh, last few games, well, he had two straight do, um, do not plays, and since then, he averaged, he's been getting 29, 16, and 30 as, as far as points. Now, you want to talk about, like, assists and, um, and rebounds. That's 9, 16, and 6 for the rebounds, and 5, 11, and 5 for the assists. So, I mean, the guy's been playing his, out of his mind the last three games. Now, you know, mind you, this is the last uh, last few games of the year. We're talking about April, April 3rd, 4th, you know, April 3rd, 5th, and 7th. At this time of year, I was expecting Frank to be that guy to break out in April. Because um, somebody always breaks out in April, you know. And um, the guy that break out for the Knicks is um, Mario. Now, you know, right off the bat, I I'm not doing the math, but, you know, 29, 16, and 30. He's averaging in, in the high 20s as far as points the last three games. Now, you want to talk about rebounds, 9, 16, and 6. He's averaging double figures in rebounds right there. And then assists, assists he's getting about, say, about 8, 8 a game in the last three games. So we're talking, uh, let's say, like, what, 27, 27, 10, and 8 in the last um, three games? That's incredible, man. You know, they want, you know like, once again, we, we're playing against teams that are, that are not really – trying to win we usually just beat the Wizards last night and um, the night before the next play Houston Houston smacked us can't remember can't forget that and Orlando Orlando kind of smacked us as well but um, you know in the NBA it's not easy to get these stats you know what I'm saying it's, it's, not like, it's not like I'm out there you know and they're giving me the ball and I'm just doing what I gotta do this is these are professional basketball players everybody's prideful in this that and the other so um, you know these numbers are not something to um, to disregard so what do we do with with Mario? You know, like uh, Mario is the prototype um, swingman. You know, three, two. You know, like last year he, they had him playing point um, on power forward. He was handling the ball a lot, and he played pretty good. Let me see if I can um, go to his game logs for that. Uh, just doing this off the cuff right now, guys. So I'm going to his Orlando um, games. Uh, the last few games for Orlando. Well, he, he didn't really do all that well, but he was he got double figures for the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Uh, you know, rebounds is decent. Uh, I would say he was averaging about five rebounds. Uh, assists, I would say he was averaging about maybe three, three assists. This is off the top. You know, so I mean, it tends to show up towards the end of the year. That's because um, teams are usually not playing their main guys. A lot of guys were hurt. Same thing with now with the Knicks. A lot of guys were not hurt. But um, the numbers that I mentioned with the Knicks are a lot higher than what was going on in Orlando. So now what are we witnessing here? Are we witnessing just a guy just taking advantage of minutes? And is that any other? Or, we are, or, or are we witnessing the, an awakening of a great player? You know, now, straight up, the Knicks don't have a shooting guard. Sorry to tell you, um, whole team, you know, Damian Dotson, you know, you got your merch that you're holding on to for I don't have no reason why you're holding on to your merch. You need to put it out there. Because you might not even be on the Knicks next year. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we got whole team Dotson. He's the starter right now, but he really shouldn't be the starter. He has no skills. He's just a shooter. He shoots, runs, and um, play defense. That's a that's a 3 and D. He should be coming off the bench. Now, you got a guy like Hazona. He could do everything. The full package. And he has the height. He's nine. He's uh, six foot nine. He should be the shooting guard. Now, granted, he would need to um, have a, like a high um, high usage rate. And like I said, if he gets the ball, you can see that he's that he has the ability to to um, fill up the stat sheet. 
you know so what do we do we also got a guy named uh, moody eye what do we do with moody eye you know me i i think i might be the only person in in like or one of the only people in nicksville that still thinks moody eye is, is a player you know his stats 18 points five assists for like you know this like the whole second half of the of, of the season since um january you know i mean that can't be disregarded whether or not the numbers are the same right now it could be about 17 and 4 or whatever it could, whatever it could be it could be higher you know I'm, I'm not looking at the stats right now but i mean you got a guy like moody eye said moody eye and hezona both from the same draft class mind you four years ago um who's to say that they can't be the starting on backcourt you know i know everybody you know they got the Kyrie rumors and this and the other i don't really want to talk about the rumors that i talked about in the last couple podcasts but um you got Mario Hozona, Mario Hozona and Moody Eye. Why can't they be the starting um, shooting guard and point guard? You know, Moody Eye is quote unquote not really like a good passer, but Moody Eye is pretty good for um not Moody Eye. Um, Hazona is pretty good for what he what he's been doing. 16 assists. Jesus Christ. You know, so you put Moody Eye and Hazona together. Do we have a good backcourt? Possibly. It depends on who we have in the front court. Now you still got Knox. Knox is growing. You can still get um, uh, Kevin Durant and still have Knox coming off the bench. Why not? You could try to get a, a power forward to mix in. Maybe just keep Knox at small forward and sign a power forward. Now, here's, some, here's a, a name that I haven't mentioned all year. Uh, I'm not exactly sure if I mentioned him before, but not really too many people are mentioning him. They're starting to mention him now. But um, you're talking about the, the dude from um, from um, the Pelicans. He actually was drafted by the Lakers, but he's in the Pelicans now. We're talking about Julius Randle. Now, what do we do with that guy? He's 250 pounds. He can handle the ball and um, pass the ball, and he runs the floor. He still can get his rebounds. He shoots threes. He does everything. He's one of the most underrated players in the whole NBA. Now, what do we do with him? Because we, we really need a power forward. We don't have one. If the Knicks don't get Zion, you know, we really need to take a look at Julius Randle. I mean, like, take a look at him, like, give him $30 million. $30 million to Julius Randle. Now, of course, it would be nice to try to squeeze 20-something million on him, you know, but his agent is going to be pushing 30. So if we, if we can negotiate and if nobody else um, gives him a higher number than that, maybe we can squeeze in, into 20-something million, which would be ideal because then we can try to, um, you know, resign some of our guys like, like Moody and his owner. Of course, not for huge money, especially those two. But um, if we're trying to build a team, and we're trying to keep everybody's ages around the same. Julius Randle fits that mold. You get Julius Randle. You got Kevin Knox. Um, we already got um, Mitch Robertson at center. Then um, point guard. Point guard and um, shooting guard. What do we do? Now, in the draft, we could possibly end up getting, um, what's the name, Ja, ja Morant. Or we might get um, B.J. Barrett. I mean, R.J. Barrett. You know, they, they could be the point guard or shooting guard. You never know, man. But you know, it's also it's also worth um, acquiring some kind of talent to have come off the bench, because you know we, we can't just um, worry about just um, getting certain players and savior kind of players. We need to build a team. You need to really get nine players out there that's going to be good enough to um, compete in um, in today's NBA. So you know, it's just all something to think about. And this is the way that, that Mario's been playing. I mean, like, how could we let him go? How could we let another team get him after he's been playing the way he's been playing? You know, Lucy Goosey, man. I mean, he, he's been showing the dribble, the pass. Oh, my God, the pass. That game where he dropped um, 16 assists was incredible, man. I mean, he was in control. He looked like he looked like a, like like he's been playing the point guard. It's incredible, man. 
So it's something that we that we really need to think about. We need to like like um, hold on to Arizona, and I'm quite sure other teams, you know, because other teams have money too. They're gonna want to try to grab him, and if if possible, if we can get him for for 10, 12 million, you know, I kind of would do that. You know what I'm saying? Especially if um if these rumors with Durant and Kyrie are just are just bullshit, which I happen to think they are now, because I mean Brooklyn is a better team. And these NBA players don't have no foresight. You know what I'm saying? They don't have no balls either. So they, they would never team up to come to the Knicks to make the Knicks better. They, they would go to a team that's already doing well and team up there. So it's just something to look at. So I don't want to rehash the um, same stuff I've been talking about. But um, that's just my two cents on Super Mario. Peace. See you in the next segment. What's on you? What the fuck is that? Girl, it's right there. The haters. <laughs> on you. What is on you? What, what is that? What is that? that? What is that? The haters. The haters. The haters. Get them haters up off you, baby. Hey, what's on you? What the fuck is that? What? Oh, get it! It's on your shoulder. The haters. 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 Now, the haters is something I don't really like to talk about. I'm like in denial about haters, but with the death of Nizzy Hustle. And the way things go on in this world, man, you know, Nipsey, you know, did he, did he get killed because of haters? Maybe the person that, that killed him, maybe he knew Nipsey. Maybe he grew up in his neighborhood and felt like, why not him? You know, some people just fester that, that type of feelings in them. And then it, it just turns into something dark. And, you know, they have to retaliate. Or it could have done, you know, I'm blaming it on, on haters, but it also could be mental health. Or it could be some kind of, like conspiracy shit but you know the haters is real man i'm starting to really understand that to keep it nick related you know nick fans hate on themselves you know we got fans that claim that they're like diehard fans you know but they they still talk about stuff that happened back in the days still talking about kiki vandaway they're still talking about johnny newman you know they're still talking about ross strickland and all this other stuff you know they're talking about stuff that happened like 30 years ago you know and it's like 2019 guys need to you know focus on the era we are in the scott perry era right now so we, everything is happening since he's been here that's the only thing that we really need to focus on and you know clean slate or whatever you have whatever have you man you you need to stop the self-hate self-hate is also another big big problem when it um when it comes to the subject here another big thing facing nick fans is just outside people whether it be like other fans you know because you know really in new york from our perspective, there's only like Nick fans that are diehards, and then there are just haters. You know, people that just hate the Knicks so much that they hate this. You know, whatever. Maybe maybe they used to be fans, and this the Knicks keep losing, and um they can't deal with it. It's like you know, not every team wins. You know, it's like 30 teams in the NBA. You know, every other team, every other um team sport. You know, the major ones, baseball, football, you know, and soccer and all that stuff. Like the same team doesn't win every year. You know, other teams win, but not every team is going to win every year. It's, like, impossible. You know, throughout the course of 30 years, it's not like they, they take turns and everybody gets a turn winning the championship. You know, the, the proper circumstances have to happen. It's not so cut and dry either. They're like, like, the management is just not getting the right players or we're just not signing the right players. Throughout the history, the Knicks have always signed the best free agents on the market. But that doesn't guarantee you anything, as we know. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes things just happen for a reason. Like every every single era that we've had that um that we had success in, something random happened. Like um the first um championship in the 80s, not excuse me, in the, in the 90s when we went to um we played against Houston. 
Like, um, John Starks was our second leading scorer. You know, he was bagging groceries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are the odds of, of somebody bagging groceries? They already had their, their chance in the NBA. He didn't make it. Now he's bagging groceries. That, that, that guy that fell out the league bagging groceries ends up being, like, second leading scorer in an NBA Finals team. You know, what are the odds of that? That's something special that happened to us. You know, and then, like, Derek Harper. Like, uh, Doc, um, Doc Rivers got hurt. You know, Doc, you know, Doc Rivers had, like, had like a horrible Knicks career. He had his teeth knocked out. He had season endings, um, injuries, and stuff like that. But anyway, where did we get? how did we get Derek Harper? We just snatched Derek Harper from Dallas. I don't even know what the hell we gave up to Dallas to get Derek Harper. But Derek Harper had a resurgence and um, was it was fantastic for us. And Derek Harper was old as hell when we got him. You know, and then, you know, they got Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason was playing in Venezuela and Puerto Rico and all these different places. And then and somehow we, we get him and then he becomes like the number one player off the bench for us. You know, Charles Oakley is another guy who played in, in like a, a really small school and um, can't jump over a quarter. You know what I'm saying? A quarter lane flat. He can't jump over a quarter. You know, and, and you know, Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing wasn't even supposed to be an offensive player. He came into the NBA as being the next Bill Russell, and he ended up being like a um, like a finesse player. You know what I'm saying? So the, these things, these things are special things that happen that that ended that uh, gave us that end result, which was the NBA Finals. You know what I'm saying? That we just came off a season with the X Man and stuff like that. We only had X Man for one year. We ended up trading him. You know, so everybody was all pissed off. Oh, we traded X-Men. What the hell are we doing with it? And then we ended up going to the finals that, that next year. So, it's you know, it's, it's whatever it is what it is. And you could even talk about the 99 season. The 99 season. How did we get um, Spreeball? It's not like we signed him. He was already on the team. He was treat, He was out the league. He choked his coach. And he was out the league. He came back. They reinstated him. And then they allowed a, a trade to the Knicks. We traded. We ended, Well, speaking of John Stocks, we traded John Stocks for, um, for Spreeball. And then we ended up getting uh, Marcus Camby. We traded Marcus Camby for that same guy that can't jump over a quarter, um, Charles Oakley. We got Marcus Camby, all these different players, you know. And then you know Charlie Ward and and uh, Chris Childs. Neither one of those guys um, was like a ideal starter for a finals team, but both of those guys together collectively collectively gave us a, a great um, point guard tandem. You know, Allen Houston. You know, how did we get Allen Houston? He was in um, Detroit with um. With Grand Hill, why did he come to New York? You know, these these things is all like special things that happen to us, you know, and it's just crazy. Like like it's not so cut and dry. So you can't hate yourselves. You can't be self-destructive to yourselves, you know, and and you can't allow the outside people all these talking heads. You got Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman. I'm so surprised at him because he's a new, he's a New York guy. I'm just really surprised. That, yeah, how he's um, reacting, but the way that he reacts is uh, the way most Knicks fans react. And maybe he used to be a Knicks fan, diehard, and you know people point to things like the Patrick Ewing finger roll and the uh, Chris um, Chris um, excuse me not Chris uh, Charles Smith um, layup you know that he missed or whatever you know you can point to a whole bit different things. John starts going you know two for whatever it was two for seventeen. In the finals, there's so many different things that set Nick fans off. You know the reason why that that they're not fans anymore, but they turn that um that love for the team into straight hatred. You know it's, it's unbelievable, and you know also like a, back to the self hate. You know the guys don't want to wear their um their gears, and now nah, maybe next year if the Knicks start winning next year, I'll start wearing my stuff again. 
I mean, it's like crazy. Like, um, you know, I've been really, since, you know, especially since the podcast, I've been really been thinking hard about it. I've been buying gear like crazy, even gear that I can't really afford, like a lot of sneakers and T-shirts and like, you know, like I have my, my little merch now, too. So I've been buying up a lot of my own merch, you know, trying to stockpile that stuff just to wear it. Because, I mean, yeah, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm, I'm like, I'm getting older now. So things are like, are like, um, like streamlining now. I'm not in the clubs anymore. I'm not hanging out. You know, I'm married. I got my kids. So I'm just really hardcore into my, my um, hobby. So, I mean, haters can hate all they want, man. But, you know, you can't allow the, that energy to affect you. Because you, you let that shit affect you. And then we ended up being in the situation that we are now. We haven't really won since 99. You know, we had a couple of winning seasons after 99. And then you can you can focus on the mellow years. We had a couple good mellow years when Amari got here and the mellow was here. You know, we had a couple good years there, too. Two, actually. <clears throat> you know, so... You know, you, you can't really let these this, this bad energy affect you so hard like that. If I can talk about Nipsey Hussle a little bit, too. It's it's like always usually the, the people that are really close to you are the ones that that um that are the most the most um, destructive kind of people. You know, so I mean Nipsey also got got killed right in front of a store lot that's in the middle of his hood where he's from. You know, and he got killed in his hood. It's unbelievable, man. You can you can just go down the line of different different things. What um who's the one that, that brings down people? Usually the people that surround them. You know? It's just it's just a shame. But um, if I can bring up the podcast, the Dynamics podcast, um, I don't really get a lot of um, love per se from like local New York fans, especially like the um, certain podcasts. There's different podcasts out there. It's like they 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 act like they um they don't want to interact with you. But you have other people that are not to say necessarily not wholeheartedly focused on the Knicks, or they're not from the city. They're outside the city. If you're outside the city, I'm getting I'm getting more feedback from from those people than anything, you know. So it's it's, it's just weird. There 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 is an entity called haters, and like I said, it's been books and it's been movies and TV shows that depict these people, and people still, you know, even after getting these lessons from these movies, they still are haters. It's unbelievable, you know. You know, I just I just wish people weren't like that, but that's just not the way it is, you know. Now, I would play, you know, that one song, High Haters, High Haters, but I'm not mocking those type of people. Those people are just, you know, it's just, it's just sad, you know. It's just, it's just like something that needs to be changed, you know. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a voice for, for my Nick fans, my diehards, and if, if my voice could, um, could change people's mindset and get them on a, a positive note and, you know, community base, help each other all out, you know, you got something that you want to do, just do it and then see... You know, and let your let your people's um um support you in a positive way. It doesn't have to be oh man, he's not supporting me, so he's a, so he's a hater. You know, nah man, maybe your shit is whack. Maybe it's, maybe you're just not putting out a good product. You know, or whatever. You know, but it is what it is. So this is um let's just let's just segue to the next segment. Hey, Yeah, I'm watching this um, NCAA game while I'm doing the podcast. Right now it's uh, 53 to 43. 
Virginia is up over Texas Tech. Yeah, man. This long last segment, I'm going to just give you a little bit of a grab bag type of thing while I have the game playing in the back. Uh, just go straight to my to my Instagram page. Last few posts. I posted uh, a little thing on um, Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier has some custom um, cleats. Now, I made a post about it, but I forgot to, uh, to give where he got those um, things from. It's, the place is called um, Custom Cleats. Custom cleats. Let me see. Let me try to get the thing. Well, it's just it's just straight up custom cleats. That's um their IG. You can check them out. Go to their website, and they actually could turn any shoe into cleats. So, of course, most of it is just basketball sneakers, Jordans, and that type of thing. Basketball sneakers is is kind of ideal for for baseball because of the cushion and stuff like that. It's just more comfortable to be out there and a shoe that's made for basketball than just like a, a regular cleat. You know, generic cleat that you can get. So that's pretty awesome. I see some KDs. I see, like I said, Jordans. <laughs> wow, they even got a um, what do you, what do you call it? the Harachis? Little cut Harachis with cleats on there. So that's pretty dope. Yeah, man, something to look into. So that's um, custom cleats. Custom cleats. The website is basic. It's just basiccustomcleats.com. Check them out. All right. So what else is going on here on my page? Ah, uh, your boy um, Cal Corver. You know um, the players, um, players Tribune. They um, they have like um, player articles. You know the article. You know players just come in and just make little articles. And um, Kyle Corver, he actually did a, a, a great, 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 great article called "Privileged," that was um, produced um, April eighth, two thousand nineteen. So go to Bleach Report and check those guys out. And um, also too, you can go to my Facebook page. I also shared it on my Facebook page. That's Die Hard Knicks. Uh, direct next on our Facebook like I said the article is called privilege you know I, I'm not gonna get into the details of that but I mean from from top to bottom it was beautifully beautifully executed very eloquent and uh, thoughtful and every thought every word that he put on that paper so that's great shout out to um, Cal Corver check that out guys also too I also touched on um, the um, draft lottery I mean it's like come on the draft lottery Guys think that we, they guys are still talking about that 47% for the number five pick. Like that, that 47, that 47% does not mean that that's what guaranteed to get the fifth pick. That's like the dumbest thing. Um, it's like basic common sense. Anyway, you can go to my page. You can you can hear me talking about that. Speaking of which, I'm gonna start doing a lot of um, screen um, recordings, and I'm gonna start doing a lot of um, a lot of IGTV stuff. Just little little brief like little videos, you know, that I've been doing. So far, I've done um, I've done maybe like two or three um, video recordings of um, you know screenshots or whatever, and then I've done, I've done um, two IG um, videos where where I'm just showing my face and stuff. So I'm just gonna be using my phone in that way, just to, just to spice up the page a little bit, and you guys get to get to um, interact with me a little bit more intimately. So anyway, while I'm here, also just shout out the merch. Go to Dynamics podcast, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, or, or um, Twitter, and I still have that same Linktree link. You click the Linktree link. So I'm doing it right now. You guys can't see me, obviously, but um, you have support this podcast. Click that, and they give you options to to donate a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars for the month. So I mean, you can just give a dollar a month, you know, and that'll contribute to the podcast. 
And um, there's a couple of links to um, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, and Anchor Podcasts. And then uh, it's also the the bottom link for Die Hard Nick's merch. Now I just posted some some new um, some new stuff here. There's a Fire Dolan T-shirt. There's a Die Hard Nick's new Die Hard Nick's podcast T-shirt and hoodie, and also a Die Hard Nick's podcast hat. I'm gonna end up changing that hat. So if you if you like it, it's um 2250. So go in there and buy it before I change it. Or I might just keep it there. Who knows? Anyway, I'm always trying to figure out ways to to get the prices of these things down. But like um, the OG stuff, the original um, uh, Die Hard Knicks hats and um, T-shirts and um, hoodies, those are gonna stay the same. You know, I, I'm just gonna keep them. This is gonna be the OGs. Those are the first ones that I made. And I actually been on my website for some years now. I just didn't make it live. You know, I just bought it for myself and I would wear it. You know, but I never really made it live for anybody to get. And also just a reminder, there's a lot of other T-shirts on there too. Besides um, Nick's, um, you know, Dying Nick's merch stuff, it's like some Star Wars stuff. Got a lot of Marvel things. A couple, um, you know, you got a Captain Marvel, you got a Captain America um, shirt. Two of them actually have a um, what's this guy? Uh, Iron Fist shirt. You got a Shield shirt. You got, like I said, some Star Wars shirts. Got a Hulk shirt, Hulk swag. I kind of like the Hulk swag shirt. Then you got some um, fitness shirts too. To say a couple different things. Uh, then also, my favorite bandwagon fan. I had made that shirt when um, LeBron was on in Cleveland, so that's why that's why the shirt is yellow and, and um, burgundy. But um, you can change the color to whatever you like. You know that um, the website gives you the option to do that. So you know you, you can do you can change this um, the color just to um, to get at whatever rival fan that you have in your family or this that, any other. Also too, you know you got the Avengers coming out, the Avengers Endgame. So I got a T-shirt there that's um that has the names of the the original six. That's um Stark's banner, Odin's son, that which is which is Thor, Romanoff, that's um Black Widow, Barton, that's um Hawkeye, and uh, Rogers, which is Captain America. So you can check those out. A couple other things in here too, but you know I, I'll just leave it up to you. I'm gonna start making a lot more T-shirts as time goes on, and like I said, I'll maybe I'll use the screenshot feature to um to promote those. Well, just throw it in the podcast, or if you, if you want, periodically just take a look at it. Take a look at on um, the website and see what's up there. Uh, since I'm here, let me just mention that there's two days left on a 15% off of everything, um, uh, you know, coupon kind of thing. So once you click it, it'll go right to the to the cart. So whatever you put in the cart, it'll be marked down 15% once you check out. So that's just something to um, to to check out. Anyway, we could just end this segment. Because I'm starting to get a little long now. I like to talk, man. I always have a lot, lot to say, and I'm really be trying to, to keep it, keep it to a minimum. But you know, I'm a diehard man. I can't stop talking. I have like a, I have a problem. Anyway, this is Evil to Any Star, host of this Dialing Podcast. Thanks everyone for listening, for still listening. I'm consistently getting the same um, um, listens every single time I drop one, and you guys are listening right away. So God bless you guys, man. Thank you for uh, for um, tuning in. And, you know, as we grow, as we keep building, you know, I'm, I'm going to start trying to um, add different segments and just making this podcast better because it's fun to me. So I just want to want to continue to continue to um, push it on with that. Anyways, E with Andy Star, four fingers to the dome, tucking that thumb salute. And if you see me in these streets, don't hesitate to come by and say what's up and um, wish a diehard well. 
Alright, peace guys. See you guys on the next segment. Or more than likely see you guys on Instagram. Peace.